Today on Gamerhead Radio, we're the only gamers in a good mood, apparently. <laughs> Gamerhead Radio starts now. Right now. Yes, right now. Go. Oh, we're good, starting good. right now. So we're on. Is this we're live? On. I think so. Okay, Are we good. live? Yes. Okay, cool. Sweet. <laughs> Not actually live, but I mean... No, we're live. We're living. We have a pulse right now. Oh, I tap it. Anyway, okay. Well, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen of Gamerhood Radio, I am, of course, Viking Jesus Mike Nemus, the man who now, strangely, has one of the sexiest women in gaming over his shoulder. It's true, actually. It's... it's, uh, it's um, I oh, have, well, I didn't really... really I have a, uh, had that I have a picture of Miranda Lawson from Mass Effect... Yeah. Over my shoulder, and I'm really glad it's behind me because otherwise I'd just be staring at that the entire time. Or it'd be broken. Oh, no, I wouldn't break it. No, it's numbered. See, I, I can't. I can't break that. Blood flow's a horrible thing. <laughs> I would just like to comment <laughs> <laughs> and just clarify that the reason I have well, there, there, there's two reasons I have a, <laughs> uh, a, a autographed picture, not numbered, limited edition picture of uh, Miranda on my wall. One is because it was a gift from a friend. Mm-hmm. Uh, a and two because I find uh, she, I, I find that she is an incredibly strong female character, and um, I just I, I really like her as a person. Really, she also has a nice ass. Yeah, I was just saying best <laughs> ass in video games. But she's actually not showing. That is her irrelevant. Off. <laughs> she's showing off the uh, mountains and front porch at this picture. Even I kind of felt bad at making the nice ass joke. I didn't. <laughs> best ass in video games all day long. Anyway. <laughs> Over here, talking at the speed of light and or sound, is, of course, Goat. That's me. <laughs> Not talking at the speed of light. He's going to be absolutely off the rails today, ladies yes. and gentlemen. I'm obnoxious. And over here, being as politically correct as ever. Good thing. Feminists are scary. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. I, I, I know. Is the tech trying to corner himself, Mr. Charlie Worthley? Candy Mountain, Hello. Charlie. Um... <laughs> That, was that an echo? Did I just... Or did no, I, I said, hoo-hoo, because Frozen. Oh. <laughs> anyway. Wow. Uh, wow. Anyway, so, uh, Busy Weekend Games coming up. Uh, Bayonetta 2 is out on Friday, which... Because Nintendo. Because Nintendo. Um, Civilization... Well, no, because Civilization Beyond Earth, or as some people have been calling it, Civ 6, even though it's not actually Civ 6, um, is also out on Friday. Because uh, Civilization. Because... Because, sure, why not? Um, I can do what the hell I want. Uh, also, of course, you know, games usually come out on Tuesdays. But this Tuesday is uh, Dreamfall Chapters, The Longest Journey. Um, also, Fantasia Music Evolved, um, which, uh, you know, might be your thing. Might not be. Maybe you don't like fun music games that are motion controlled. Maybe you're part of the 1% that does. You know. I can't judge. That's the point. I'm sorry, what is Pokemon Art Academy? Is that just teaching you how to draw Pokemon? Yep. That's literally all it is. That comes out Friday, I see. Mm-hmm. Because um, Nintendo. I, be, of course, because Nintendo. It's also digital only. And, and um, I see that Escape Goat 2 comes out on Tuesday. That was, Escape Goat 1 was really good. It was like a $2 indie game, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, it was all retro and you're just a goat and like hopping a... around. I may be biased here, but I mean, it was really yeah, you're interesting. You're royalties for the first one, aren't you? Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay, good. Because yeah. how dare they use her likeness without... Well, we had a little bit of legal in the second one, but it's a little bit more like me. So. 
facial hair was not correct in the last one. <laughs> uh, so those are the major releases. Um, Goat, what have you played this past week? Still working on Forza 2. Horizon 2. Horizon 2. Yes, sorry. Wow. No. Not working on Forza. No. Okay. Yes. Forza Horizon 2. There you go. Still working on it. Uh, doing uh, achievement hunting and playing on the onlines and having a blast and blowing up more cars. And Have you had any other epic, like, absolute insane crashes or anything like that? Uh, No, not really. I mean, I've kind of toned it down because I'm just, like, looking for roads. I'm down to one fucking road. One. I have 339 of 340. You know how painful that is? Like, I'm this... Like, As someone who managed to find all 500 orbs in Crackdown, yes, I know how painful yes. that is. I'm yeah. sorry. I, for the uh, uneducated like yeah. myself, what are we talking about? Uh, there's an achievement to, like, a human GPS. Um, okay. You just have to drive on, on all each roads. road on Forza Horizon. And it doesn't tell you which one you're missing? No. Because it, 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 there's a little flaw there. But I have so, a solution. So he's got a mailman it where he's just going to keep like snaking mm-hmm. through Actually, the Actually, that's like my that. plan. I already have Dan uh, working on a route for me <laughs> to cover all the roads. As long as all the parcels get delivered. Yeah, right? yeah I'm going to probably use my, uh, my Ford Transvan for that. <laughs> <laughs> I need the room. Uh, I mean, it's Europe. But yeah, so, so I got that dangling in front of me from 50 Gamer Score. That's... Tedious as all hell. I've uh, started working pen. on the so going to work on the bucket list stuff, which is like stunts where they give you like a task and you run out and do it. And some of them are easy, some of them are ridiculous. So yeah, just kind of racking up gamer score. And I'm at, I last time I checked, I crested. I'm almost. I think I'm at 48 percent complete now. Wow. Okay. With 14 hours in. Wow. Yeah. Decent amount of content seems like. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. That's it. That's all I've been, I've been all over. That doesn't surprise me in the least. Yeah, it doesn't surprise me either because I did it. <laughs> Charlie, what about you? I'm working on Child of Light. Yeah, um, I'm, I'm I'm enjoying it. It's um I'm um I'm apparently having um an Ubi Art Month, which is fine. Um, yeah. But uh, but yeah, it's it's I mean there's there's not a lot to say about it. You know if, if you're if you're familiar with the game, I mean it is exactly what you'd expect going in if you're familiar with the Ubi Art framework and what it's capable of doing and looking mm-hmm. like. And if you know anything about Child of Light, you can pretty much put everything together. Um, but nonetheless, I'm greatly enjoying it. It's beautiful. It's very fun to play. That's um that's about right. it though. Um. You know, I've been doing a lot of work around the house, too. Yeah, so that's yeah been, both uh, of you had a pr- have had a pretty busy week, so. Yeah. Okay. But, uh, but yeah, yeah, at least well, I got some gaming in. So hey, right. hey, yeah. Well done, Ubiart. Two for two with Charlie. Yeah. All right. I have yet to find an Ubiart game I didn't like, so. Yeah, same here. Yeah. They're really good. Mike, There's your you challenge, been? Ubisoft. Mike, what have you been playing? Oh, um, I've had a handheld-focused ex- uh, week. Um 3DS. <laughs> okay. I'm 3DS. To, 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 um, of course, still playing Smash. Um, because Smash. Because Smash. Uh, I also blasted through uh, Yoshi's New Island in oh. like a day. Oh, that's really disappointing. Well, I mean, keep in mind. Keep in mind. Marathon or standard play? Mostly marathon play. Okay. Um, I mean, I still, I, it's still a pretty short game for what it is, but I mean, most Nintendo platformers nowadays are. It's just, you know, going back and finding all the, like, hidden things and stuff yeah. like that. So, um, so I, uh, so I finished through that. Decent game. Soundtrack was horrible, but it made me want to write, like, a really, it, it made me want to write a bitch in metal song with a kazoo solo. I'm with, the, huh? I'm with it. Because the, the only reason the soundtrack was so horrible was that it sounded kind of like that stereotypical like baby music and not like lullabies. Like oh. everything's got kazoos and like... Like it was forced. Right. Yeah. And so I'm like, oh. Like some, somebody came to that guy and they said, 
like I need you to make a soundtrack for this game and every song has to have a kazoo and the guy was like Ugh. <laughs> fine but and I'm not going to like it he's like whatever it's a Nintendo project they're probably yeah. going yeah. through the notes of the music anyway yeah, I was like, let's be realistic here Charlie he went Ugh. wow that's a lot of zeros kazoo's on the way yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. So, uh, so I went through that uh, I also played uh, Kirby Triple Deluxe also on 3DS oh, you're um, just like catching up yeah, uh, well, a lot of a lot of the Smash made me want to go back and play a lot of like the other Nintendo centric games that I either haven't or never really put as much time into it as I wanted to, um, which is really weird because while playing Smash as We Fit Trainer, I for some reason had an urge to play We Fit, which I've owned exactly once for three hours and never again, and it wasn't a fun game. It wasn't even useful. So I, I don't know. Um, Nintendo, you shysty people, getting other products through Smash. Smash might just be like the most elaborate form of advertising ever. <laughs> I bought uh, Smash. I bought forty-five other games. Wait a minute. <laughs> um, so uh, I'm I'm literally like, I'm literally paused. My my 3ds is at home. Um, I'm paused on the very last level. Nice. So I will finish it probably as soon as we're done here. Okay. Um. But yeah, so handheld centric week, which will shortly end um, in seven hours when your battery dies. <sighs> We're already making that joke at each other. <laughs> so anyway, <laughs> that's what we did this week in games. Let's see what the industry did this week in games. So coming in at number five. The uh, long-rumored, um, uh, f- well, I guess this isn't really the first time this has happened, but it's a new time. Um, so Google announced uh, this week the Nexus Player, which is going to be their own kind of set-top box, similar to the Amazon Fire TV, I think. Um, and because we have the secret CEO of Google in the room, um, I'm going to have him explain this much better than I could. Well, thank you, Mike. <laughs> um <laughs> So, so essentially, what this is is um, if you're if you're familiar with the Amazon uh, uh, Fire TV, like you talked about, mm-hmm. it's that Google Google services very very much so um, because it's a little box, like a little tiny. It's actually round, which is kind of a different design choice, but whatever. Um, <laughs> box that hooks up with an HDMI cable to your TV, and it basically uh, you know it, you can get Android apps on it, um, and you can play games on it. And it comes with a voice-controlled uh, little controller, just like the Amazon Fire TV. You can spend $40 on additional game controller, just like the Amazon Fire TV. Um, and so, yeah, it's pretty much that. Um, the, the, um, so, wait, wait. Is it also marketed by Gary Busey? Unfortunately, no. Damn it. <clears throat> but um, so just in case anybody's confused about the name, the, the, the word Nexus in, in terms of Google devices, basically, um, you know, when, when Google puts out Android, um, they basically put out Android out there and they say anybody can make whatever they want with this. But we are going to also kind of back our own devices as sort of like a point of reference to show, yeah. to, show to kind of push certain features and to basically, basically say like, here's how we think it's supposed to be. So um, you can kind of use this as a point of reference and you can go do whatever you want. So Nexus devices are always, they run pure, uh, what some people say, vanilla Android. Mm-hmm. Like it doesn't have like the Samsung customizations on top of it like the Galaxy phones do or the um, uh, touch, the HTC touch sense or, or touch with whatever they're calling it on. Um, uh, I'm sure I got that wrong. That's fine right now. Um, that, <laughs> that HTC does uh, and so on and so forth. Um, it's uh, it's like pure straight Android. The, the, the other difference here is that... Um, when a developer is making an Android app, they basically can change the way inter- the interface looks 
like based on like the screen size right now like that's been that that's always been the case between like different size phones and tablets and so on now they'll be actually be able to specify a completely different interface for that same app but to show up on a tv because oh, okay you know it, you know the way you're going to interact with something with a remote control on the other side of the room is going to be completely different than interacting with it if you can tap a screen that's in your hand you know it's completely different right so um so uh the um any 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 uh apps and especially games i'm sure you're going to see the most things like and and like video streaming services and things like that right that developers want to put out all they have to really do is just update the app to have a um a uh, an android tv is what they're calling you know this flavor of the operating system um friendly interface um the um the other interesting thing about it is that it can also do everything that the chromecast does it's fully cast ready oh. so so if all you're interested in is just basically bouncing stuff off your phone it's 35 bucks or you can get the nexus player which is a hundred dollars but you know if so, it, and then it, that could have like apps built in and stuff like that. Exactly. Okay. So it's 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 an, it's, it's an expanded version of that as well. Cool. Yeah. So th this really isn't going to be like a major player, pardon the pun, um, <laughs> in the gaming scene. It's really just going to run like Android games and stuff like that. Um, well, I mean that depends on how. You, I mean, so well, <laughs> <laughs> the Amazon Fire TV, from what I understand, for this product category is actually doing fairly well. Okay. Um, you know. Um, you know, especially for Amazon Prime customers, because you know you get the uh, the free instant video on demand and stuff. Right. And um, Amazon, uh, 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 their their streaming music service is built into Prime. So especially for front for, for Prime customers, you already have access to all this content. You just throw a box in your TV, and you don't have to really spend any more money. Oh, cool. Plus, you know, they give away a free game every day, and uh, a full free app every day, and some of them are games. And so we also get a lot of free content as far as that kind of thing goes too. So this is more of like a Roku killer. Um, well, I'll tell you what definitely is. It is absolutely an Ouya killer. Okay. <laughs> oh. I don't, know what, I don't know what the Ouya is going to do at the, after this, because this is what they've been trying to do this entire time. And um, Google beat them to it like most. I guess there's not going to be a three ya. Get it? Because no, it'll be the two ya. Yeah. That was a lame joke. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> given content, eh, you didn't have much to work with. Yeah. Neither um, did two ya. Ah. <laughs> Uh, Back no. to the play, yeah. <laughs> so, oh God, are we done? Yes, we, we're done. Can we be done? Okay, that was that was a spin back. So, you know, it, 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 when it comes to this category, at this point now, what it really is 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 which store do I buy the majority of my content from? If you buy your stuff from iTunes, you get an Apple TV because well, the Apple TV is the only thing that'll play back iTunes DRM content. Right. And then that will probably never change. Um, <laughs> if you buy your stuff on Amazon, you get a Fire TV. If you buy your stuff on Google Play, you get a uh, Nexus Player. I mean, like every every one of the major you know app and media content delivery services now has their own device for their own service. So but what you, about you, what you, about Walmart? What about Walmart? <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> What about Home Depot? I mean, like, what? I don't know. It just seems like Walmart would have come out with something like like this already. I feel like, you know, now that you say that, I feel like they were backing, I feel like they partnered up with somebody or they were backing some sort of streaming service. Uh, Voodoo? Voodoo? Oh, yeah. Um, I think you can get the Voodoo app on probably all of these devices we mentioned. So. Oh, so Walmart's not going to come out with their own... Wall TV, wall player. <laughs> I hope not. I really that hope. would be silly. I just hope Home Depot doesn't, because I don't. That bright orange is really hard to stick into a living room. Turns yeah. out to be the only place where you can get all the seasons of Home Improvement. I bought one. Damn it. Uh, <laughs> so Charlie, what you're saying is now this is turning in like the, the council, and I. I'm sorry for using the word, but wars. It's now basically 
Like, set top box wars. Yeah, well, <laughs> where we're at, whatever you prefer is where you go. Like, you got your, you know, your PlayStation, your Xbox, and your Nintendo. Now you have your Google, your Fire, and your. That's actually third a really one. good analogy it too, is, because yeah. I, because I was thinking, it's like, well, it's kind of like the again. I know you hate this term. It's kind of like the mm-hmm. traditional console wars where, like, each of them do the same thing. Mm-hmm. There's a little bit of exclusive content for yeah. each one to kind of, yep. like, bring you to this side. But, but at the end of the day, it's up to you. At the end of the day, it's yeah. the same thing. All right. All right. It's so, just, all right well, we'll fix this. This is the set-top skirmish. <laughs> <laughs> I really like it, actually. Um, yes, that, that, is a, that is a perfect analogy. Okay. It, just like you said, Mike. It's like the, each of them, you know, the, the, the different services do have exclusives here and there. But um, but yeah, they, they they do also overlap in a bunch of different places. Interesting. So, yeah. That's nice though. It's nice to have options again, not have to be like yeah. a fanboy. Yeah. Because you know. Yep. Yeah. Cool. Well, that was a thing. <laughs> the one thing that I wish it had that I'm, I'm I do like so so Google TV was a failure. I mean, like it's you know the operating system it just you know the hardware was underpowered. Yeah. yeah, yeah I think we talked about this before. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you mentioned that last week. Yeah. The, the 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 my favorite part of Google TV though is that it was a pass through box. So you put it between your cable box and your TV. So it acted as like an overlay, and you didn't take up another HDMI port. I mean, like yes, first world problems, but whatever. <laughs> um, you know, so I but I really like the pass through functionality of it. Just like I like it on my Xbox One. I actually have my cable box. Going through my Google TV, going through my Xbox One, and going through my receiver up to my projector. That's <laughs> one hell of a tech orgy. <laughs> but yes. Um, Daisy chain of the year. <laughs> yes. Um, so, um, you know, it, it's nice to have basically all that functionality, though, without having to switch inputs. I mean, it's really nice. Well, so, um, and only taking up one HDMI port. That's not really a problem for me, but yes. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah, that wall. <laughs> Yeah, wall. he's got that. He's he, remember as soon as he moved into this house, he had that wall with 500 HDMI ports. Yeah, on. The, the switcher s- is insane. The slight over exaggeration. Okay, fine. It's only 400. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> um, but yeah, so so I will I will uh, I, I will miss that functionality. This is just a if you haven't figured it out, it's just a plug-in box, just like all these other players. It doesn't it doesn't do pass through or anything like that. But. Oh, I'm sure it'll Man. I'm sure it'll still find its audience. Well, I, I think <laughs> yeah, I think its audience too is the uh, the less techy, like the plug and play generation. The Google TV was more of the higher tier. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. Oh well, oh well. Coming at number four, there is no number four. Sorry, number four got booted. Coming in at number three. Oh, poor number four. Wow. That's the fastest. Budget, budget cuts, man. That's the fastest story we've done ever. <laughs> I know the Nexus player is like, but I'm still five? What the hell? <laughs> yes. Well, if you had passed your capabilities, buddy, that was number four. <laughs> oh, anyway. Coming in at number three. Um, since we were just talking about Amazon, this is kind of uh, appropriate. Amazon apparently leaked a couple of brand new single player modes for Super Smash Brothers on Wii U via their website. This wasn't. See, keep in mind. This, no, this is great. Usually, it's some like f- for us like foreign version of Amazon. Mm-hmm. Like it's the French version, or it's the German version, or it's the 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 Brazilian version of. You it's know, the dot two letters dot com version. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no. The, the, <laughs> you're not wrong. Um, this was like regular old Amazon.com. They posted right on the product description page um, a couple single-player modes. First of all, they said that there's going... Well, okay, this one was kind of already known. The official um, Super Smash Brothers Twitter account, which posts pictures every day of the games and stuff like that, that I've been following feverishly for the past six months. Um, Shock and surprise. Yes, Not in um, this room. <laughs> 
They posted a picture of two new single-player modes. One of them had Master Hand over, like, a giant pile of gold coins. The other one had Crazy Hand, which was over, again, a pile of gold coins. And all the text was in Japanese, but people translated it, and parts of it were, like, blurred out, like, pixelated out. But they translated it so that the parts right before the censored words were Master and Crazy, which matches up since, you know, mm-hmm. Master Hand and Crazy. Yeah. Anyway, um, so, and then in... And then an English screenshot surfaced, and it was the exact same thing. And then this comes up where Amazon said that there's going to be uh, Master Hand Challenges and Crazy Hand Challenges. We don't know what that means, but we know that it's at least a step towards a new single-player mode for Smash that's not in the 3DS version. And it has gold coins involved. And it apparently has gold coins involved. So, <laughs> Scrooge McDuck confirmed. Uh, <laughs> I, I imagine that um, that Nintendo just listens listened to our podcast from last week. And decided to um, come up with different challenge modes where you have to, like, you know, like, you know, fight a level as only certain characters or things like that. And they decided to steal our idea and make it Master Hand. No, no, no. Remember, we gave them the gamer had green light. We did. Okay, fine. Not steal, (laughs) accept our idea. (laughs) I like that better. By the way, last week's episode, can I just say? You couldn't keep a straight face while editing, could you? <laughs> nope. No, I could not. That uh, was possibly the uh, the greatest thing that's ever happened in this studio. <laughs> yeah. Except I mean, when you moved in, but we so, don't talk about that. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> that was not the reaction I expected. Um, what? Whoa. Anyway, <laughs> um, so Great episode. None of these rooms are pure. Anyways. I'm thinking. I'm just thinking of Guardians of the Galaxy where he says, man, if I had a black light... <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, um, also Amazon leaked uh, a potential board game option for Super Smash Brothers on Wii U. Apparently, yay Mario Party! Which means they're combining two of the, the two Nintendo games that are the biggest friendship ruiners in history. Wait, hold on. Wait, it's got it's got to like it's got to double up and then it's got to knock each other out because I mean, obviously, Super Smash Party One <laughs> is gonna take. The I want to run me over my car for Mario Party and the I literally punched you in the face from Smash Brothers, which would obviously, you know, neg- negative to negative there. And we would come out with a nice positive of we're good buddies and it was a good game. I think you almost said something there. <laughs> so, so, so in other words, 2015 is going to be the first year where the uh, population of the planet goes down. <laughs> Due to Smash-related injuries? Yes. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> oh man, that's gonna be amazing. Number one cause of death this year: we nunchucks to skull. <laughs> oh man. And well, yes, say... if they're playing with nunchucks. Or we yeah, that, that would make me murder somebody if I had to play Smash with nunchucks. Yeah, yeah, okay. That doesn't sound fun to me. Or we we or wow. we 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 moats. I don't know why I said nunchuck. Nobody uses a nunchuck. They stopped using that years ago. Anyway, <laughs> am I the only one that's disappointed that we don't have any confirmation of like a real adventure mode or anything like that? Kind of like Brawl did with Subspace Emissary. Well, Charlie, you didn't play it, so you don't know. Yep. Um, so to ke- to catch you up on it, then uh, Brawl had a mode called Subspace Emissary, which was basically the first story mode that Smash Bros has ever had, oh. and it actually found a way to put all these characters into the same universe. And there were, like, these really cool cutscenes where suddenly you, you'd see, like, Mario and Pikachu battling out in a coliseum and, like, Pit was, like, watching from some, like, viewing globe or something oh, wow, like okay. that. It, it was so cool. And and a lot of people didn't like it because literally the second half of the game was just the first half of the game, just copy and pasted. Um, Uh-oh. Uh, it, 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 I'm not kidding. That's all it was. Like, oh. you just had to go 
yeah. rush through the maps again and beat the bosses and get to the yeah. Get it to was, the end. Very... was it was it set up so that like each like you could play through like this 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 mode as each of the characters or is it just like a mode and you played through it? As... You were supposed to play as set characters based on where you were in the story. Okay. I, I they can't do that again. Well, no, Sakurai was angry that there were spoilers on the internet because well, he apparently doesn't understand how the internet works. Well, they can't, they can't do that anyways because of like the copyrights and all that because that would just be Nintendo justice. <laughs> I would play the shit out of that, by the I way. I would too, but <laughs> the legality there, whew, that's a lot of red tape. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. They did manage to actually work in Snake and Sonic from the in Subspace Emissary, which was the greatest thing ever. No. Seriously, seriously, Charlie, when... Whenever you get free time in 2017, um, <laughs> look up the look up the cutscenes, just the cutscenes for Subspace Emissary. They were so great. I might just ask to borrow your copy of uh, Brawl. Oh yeah, I can do that. Yeah. Just because, especially because we found out that Michelle would like to play it on uh, the big screen. Well, there you go. Yeah, there's another uh, couples game. Can you play through um, Emissary and co-op? Uh, it's been too long. I'm not sure. You might Is be it, able to. That would be a. That that would almost certainly happen then. <laughs> I wouldn't doubt it. I mean, I know, I know you. I know it obviously has co-op modes, but you know, it is a family fun device. I feel like that was supposed to be a joke, but no, it, no, it wasn't. No, it wasn't supposed to be a joke. It's a family fun device. It's the entire thing of we is like bring the family. So I figured they would probably have as much co-op as possible. Yeah. Okay. So it doesn't always have to be a joke, Mike. God. <laughs> anyway. Well, between the three of us, you're excited. You're intrigued. Not, not drunk, but you're getting there. <laughs> and I'm exhausted. I'm drinking so. water. Oh, like those vodka. <laughs> you're drinking water out of a boot. No? I don't know. That's got to be vodka. <laughs> Coming in at number two. Um, I just wanted to mention this story because it's stupid but awesome. Um, so part of the DLC that's coming out for Mario Kart 8 in next month in November, um, has been revealed to be a motorcycle for Link called the Master Cycle that Goat apparently finds really funny. Oh, just like the fact, like, when I seen that, I was like, ser- seriously? Like, no thought whatsoever into naming this thing? Like, at all? See, the only thing I was thinking of, uh, go and look up the concept art real quick, folks. Um, because the, 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 they, they've done concept art of Link on the Master Cycle, and it's kind of shaped like a horse, so it's kind of, you know... And it was funny, because in the press release, right there, it said, uh, Link is coming to Mario Kart, so we needed to give him something with a lot of horsepower. And I'm like, oh, God. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> Everything about this is just cheeky. Um, but in the concept art, he's, like, turning, and, like... He's got the Hylian shield on the side of the bike, and it looks like he's about to scrape the bottom of it on the pavement as he's leaning. Yeah. And even I'm like, no, no, no you're going to crash. And but yeah, his ground, ground clearance could use some work. His his naming could use some work. <laughs> the tongue-in-cheek humor around it could go away. What I think is funny is that once the story broke, like everyone is coming up with... Uh, please, for Nintendo to do, like, a semi-futuristic Zelda now. And I find that weird, because that seems to bring away a lot of the appeal of Zelda, the fact that it's in this, like, high fantasy world and stuff like that. Make it futuristic, and you've just got Star Wars. Got it. (laughs) I got it. Perfect medium. 50%, 50% here. All right? Put, uh... 
I lost it. Hold on here. Let me, let me get my head back. <laughs> wow. That was, I'm like, yeah. All right, See, I'm not the only one. <clears throat> I got it. I got it. Hyrule F-Zero. Done. I would play the shit out of exactly. that. Exactly. Futuristic enough driving around with Zelda characters. See, I've just got my head stuck on basically Final Fantasy VII, but played with, like, Link and company. I'd also play the shit out of that. Yeah, me too. I've got the hair for it. Yeah. That was another thing, too, that a lot of people have been saying now, like, who would win in a race, Link or Cloud? Because there was a part where Cloud was in a motorcycle on oh, Final yeah. Fantasy VII. So now everyone's like, what would win? And it's like, we haven't even seen the Master Cycle in action yet. <laughs> I know, given those wood wheels, I don't really think it's going to hold up too well. <laughs> Not to mention that Cloud's bike is, you know, a bike, and uh, Link's bike is a horse that looks like a bike, mm-hmm. essentially. Yeah. It'd be really morbid. A horse that, like, instead of hooves, just had wheels. Well, and, and, and Cloud's ahead of it. He's, <laughs> he's from a technology world, and Link's, this is his first piece of technology. So he's going to be a little shaky. What is this dark magic? <laughs> what is G- this? Gasoline? <laughs> I don't understand. I'd like to say, yeah, I mean, him at 60 is probably, like, Cloud at 160. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just imagining him on the bike, just, like, holding his head on and, and you know, like... Crying. And, and his cheeks are all puffed out from the wind. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> holding his sword out like mm. a yeah that yell that yell he does when he falls yeah that one <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh my god this needs to be a thing oh so right. what what other characters do you think like goat what would Samus drive besides her gunship hmm that's uh actually I would like to see her gunship in a bumper car because it's already got the front of it. <laughs> I mean, it just if you slowed it down and just put the windows on the front, like eyes, and rolled it back, it would be the perfect bumper car. I can imagine Samus like in the in the bumper gunship, um, just like you know, being a stereotypical tall person in a mm-hmm. small vehicle. Like her knees are like up to her shoulders. Oh, it'd be all knees and elbows, yeah. <laughs> if there isn't, I'm going to be very surprised. But is there a mode where you can just simply race as Samus in ball form? No. Why? That seems so obvious to me. Spider, it's not that fast. It really isn't. I mean, like, okay, this is not exactly canon here, okay? (laughs) (laughs) It can be as fast as the developer want to make it. I mean, there was Metroid Prime Pinball, but... And even that wasn't that fast. Yeah, even that wasn't that great. (laughs) Because it was on the DS. Then she had to stop, like, every half a lap to puke. (laughs) She's in there, you realize that, right? (laughs) Okay, that's valid. <laughs> wow. I think to the end of the race, they just open up the ball and it's just mush. Oh, God. Yeah, I wouldn't want to be that guy. How come nobody wants to be on Samus's pit crew? Did anybody think about the G-forces? <laughs> <laughs> wow. We've liquefied Samus. <laughs> Damn it. Day ruined. Goat will never find her attractive again. Yeah, you will. I'll get over yeah. the hump. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, Link gets a motorcycle. Broom. <laughs> yeah. Coming in at number one, you probably saw the trailer for this game because, boy, a lot of other people certainly did. Um, a uh, indie developer announced a game called Hatred this week, um, which, first of all, all of the following is a joke, but not a joke. Um, the trailer for Hatred features a Nathan Explosion ripoff, putting every single weapon he's ever owned into a single pocket and then going out and being incredibly angsty. All of that's true, but 
No, have, have either of you seen the trailer? No, I missed it. Uh, We're going to pause and watch it right now. <laughs> so, um, after Charlie and Goat just viewed the Hatred trailer for the first time. Holy crap. Um, I'm pretty sure Charlie needs a hug. <laughs> Several. Uh, Goat, what do you think? Uh, it looked, uh, well, let's see here. It sounds like they stole Snake's voice. They put it in Nathan Explosion's face. He has a pocket that's 9,000 pounds deep and has <laughs> a lot of non-things that should be in the same pocket. <laughs> it looks like it plays like Diablo and has the grotesque factor of, like, any over-the-top, like, grindhouse film. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, so I'm going to have to play So it. for those of you who... <laughs> So, for those of you who aren't familiar with the trailer, um, it stars a, a very dark-looking man. Um, dark is in demeanor, not as in skin color. Um, no, he's pretty white. <laughs> um, he he's, starts off just saying, like, my name is not important. What's important is what I'm going to do. And then he goes off about you know, how he hates everything and how the world is just a terrible place and how he wants to kill a lot of people. Um, so, he proceeds to load his jacket with a ton of weapons, including put two gr- putting two grenades and... a unsheathed knife in the same pocket. Yes. Um, and I think two flashbangs. Probably. Um, and then he just goes outside and starts killing innocent, unarmed people. Um, it, the rest it, of the trailer is uh, tense music mixed with, uh, you know, scary shots of, like, executions and, and gameplay and things like that. And it's understandably got a lot of attention for being probably one of the most disturbing and violent video game trailers ever released. Um, I'd, I'd like to just read a couple of the, um, just if you go to Google News uh, news uh, right now and just search for Hatred. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I did the Hatred game trailer just to make sure we we're looking in the right direction here. Yeah. Um, here are just a sampling of some of the current headlines. Um, Shock culture is dead, making the Hatred trailer pointless and uh, almost comical, says Polygon. Uh, Hatred trailer does this super violent video game go too far, says International Business Times UK. Uh, video games brought to a new low by hatred, says the Guardian Liberty Voice. Uh, Epic Games distances itself from ultra-violent mass murderer game, says Paul. That's probably my favorite one. <laughs> uh, hatred, the video game shouldn't exist and is disgusting, says Canada.com. Okay. Uh, <laughs> wow, all of Canada hates the game. <laughs> they do that. Hatred's developers wanted controversy and they succeeded, says Cinema Blend. And then uh, there's one I saw on the last page that says, uh, where is it? Um, oh, uh, oh yeah, Epic Games. Asked, oh yeah, this is probably the, the, the same story that uh, that Polygon referenced. Epic Games has to have Unreal logo removed from Hatred trailer. Yeah, um, so, and that's one of my favorite parts about this, is that the game is apparently going to be rendered in Unreal Engine, because, you know, it's a video game. Um, and Epic Games is so disturbed by this trailer that they want nothing to do with it that's how bad this is that's how much everyone just wants to get the hell away from this game that's nuts completely justified but that's nuts i can't remember the last time i'm sorry i keep cutting you off i I can't remember the last time a game has sent such shockwaves just from a reveal trailer I, I don't know if you put this quite this succinctly, but just to be very clear, this is a video game about a guy just deciding that he's going to go out and and gruesomely and brutally just murder innocent civilians. As many people as he can before he he knows, he says it in there, he knows he's going to die. So right. it's literally just like, uh, I'm going to see how many people I can kill before they get me, you know, kind of thing. Except a it's, lot more angsty. It's glorifying 
serial well not serial killers but mass murderers people right. going out on shooting rampages which I don't think it's okay. Sorry. I don't. No, I don't either. <laughs> yeah. I find how I, I actually find disturbing and delightfully, not even delightfully, just un, just tacky that he's even in a trench coat to boot. Well, yeah. Just because, like, that's kind of the stereotype. Yeah. Like it. It's just like uh, it. It. The, oh god, the tact on this game just is horrible and lost. And it's like one of those gore fest films you go to see the movies. And it's like a C film because they use 700 pounds of blood and 20 minutes to write the script. It doesn't help that, or maybe it does for that matter. Uh, the game, for those of you, again, who haven't seen the trailer, it's almost entirely like gray tone, except for blood and police lights. It's, it's Sin City tone. <laughs> yeah. 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 Yep. So. I'm going to have to buy it just to sit on my shelf and be like, remember this nightmare? Uh, it's PC only. <laughs> I don't care. I'll Pro- flip by the box. Probably only digital. <laughs> I'm still going to buy it. Uh, based on this, they're not going to put it on any sort of storefront. Yeah. <laughs> so I'll get a CD and burn it right on it and be like, remember this? <laughs> I'm just pissed off <clears throat> that they ripped off the Doom font and their logo. Yeah. <laughs> and Snake. And yeah, everything they did no was a complete ripoff. No one gets the joke about me being angry that someone ripped off the Doom font, huh? No, no. We, I mean, we get I, it. you like Doom and you're upset they ripped off the font. Is there more to it than that? The irony is that the Viking Jesus logo is in Doom font. Oh, yeah, that, that <laughs> completely escaped me. Oh, now yeah. That, now I know where that font's from. <laughs> Apparently, I made the logo so good that no one... Well, you just out yourself on that. Oh, well, whatever. We'll talk to Id tomorrow. <laughs> and we're sued again. Damn it. Hey, Bethesda. Um, Oops. Everything's cool, right? So I don't like this. Like I like I watched it. and I'm like, how? Like I I understand like freedom of expression and mm-hmm. stuff like that, but I don't think there's any like uh, there there's a point, and I'm with you on this. There's a point where freedom of expression's awesome, great, fun, but there's also this thing called like I don't know sanity of holy shit, this is a bad idea that needs to come in and stop what. I just watched. The, the headline I read, I think, hit the nail on the head. Yeah. The guy, whoever made this game, did so walking into it and said, I'm going to create something that is going to sell copies solely based on the number of people it's going to piss off. Yep. Yeah. And Marilyn Manson has sold a record of 10 years, dude. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Um, yeah. So, I mean... Have fun with all those lawsuits, buddy. I mean... I mean you know, the game looks like it's pretty close to being done. So it's, I think it said that it's due to be released in second quarter of 2015. Yeah. Um, so, you know, it, 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 it might just be spit polish and beta testing between now and then. I don't know. Because, I mean, like, what, what looks... Well, you know, in the trailer, there's the, it looks like it's coming along. So, I mean, at this point, it might just be a matter of... I mean, like you said, I, I'll be surprised if anybody actually carries this thing. He might just need to sell it himself. I, I'll be surprised if I see this on Steam or any other right, reputable, exactly. you know... Digital outlets. Oh, exactly. I don't think anybody's going to touch it with a 10-foot pole. Yeah, exactly. So, oh, well. There's the good and the bad and, in the gaming and, world. And a lot of people were comparing this to Postal, and I'm like, well, Postal was different, though. Postal was creative, you know? And it was also, it was Postal was also very much a product of its time, you know, when when the, when like the shock violence stuff was still a big deal. But, but, but there's a difference here. Postal got a funny movie. There's <laughs> nothing even remotely tolerable about this game. And nonetheless, I, I, I'm now dreading the U-Bowl movie version of this. Of hate. Yes. Good time. Uh, what else yeah. has he got to do? It'll be on, it'll be on uh, Lionhead. Yeah. 
or Lionheart or Lionhead, whatever. It is. Uh, Lionsgate. Lionsgate. Yeah. It'll be on Lionsgate's uh, dimensional films. Oh God. A D. You're probably not too far off yeah. now that I think about it. So, well, okay. It'll, well, that, that was a thing. But you know what? It was this very trailer that inspired the feature today. So let's get to it. <laughs> Okay, so th- that was kind of a lie. This trailer was half the reason that inspired the feature for today. The other one is a thing that we're not even going to touch on Gamerhead Radio because I don't want to give it any more attention. But if you've been paying attention, you already know what it is. So the gaming industry was in need of a lot more smiles this week. Um, I'm ashamed. Of? I was waiting for Charlie to be like, ponies! <laughs> <laughs> oh, that, that's on deck. <laughs> Um, so, for, for those of you who follow me on Twitter and stuff like that, you know, a while ago, every time I, every time there seemed to be like a general air of depression, either for myself or like people I knew or stuff like that, I started something I called one good thing, which is that no matter how shitty your day is, there's always one good thing that could happen, even if it's as small as like you found a nickel. So I wanted to kind of apply that to the gaming world here, except we're going to obviously take it a little bit, you know, further around than just like what happened today because you know that's that's whatever that is um so instead this week i wanted uh, all of us as well as we've got some responses from the listeners and stuff like that to share like um this is going to sound really cheesy and i kind of hate it but i don't at the same time i want everyone to share their most treasured gaming memory no matter how loosely or or you know no matter how loosely related to gaming it is so, um, I have two, so I want, I want to start with one and then I'll, I'll, I'll end with another one. Um, so when I was like six, five or six or something like that, um, I was a PC gamer. Um, you know, that was when I played Doom and Star Wars games and Monkey Island and stuff like that. And my mom worked for a company called Toy Biz which was a toy manufacturer that actually specialized mostly in, like, Marvel toys and stuff like that. I'm sorry, you were how old? Five or six. You were playing Doom? Uh-huh. So parents weren't big on the ESRB ratings, huh? Uh, ESRB didn't exist then. Yeah, it did. Did it? it, it, it 90, 93. Yeah, it existed. Really? I don't um, remember an M on my Doom. <laughs> um, well, my... Uh, I mean, half joke. I'm just, yeah. No, 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 I know. I know. <laughs> um... In his defense, nothing truly really changed. He was playing super. super <laughs> <laughs> You're not wrong. Um, so, uh, so my mom had a job with a toy manufacturer, and so she was a retail representative, uh, uh, merchandising representative. So she had to go to like Toys R Us stores and and Kmart's, and back when they were still around. And Did she go like to that. Venture? She went to Venture. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Walmart's just stuff like that. But, and because I wasn't quite in school yet, she brought me with her to work a lot, which, you know, telling a kid, Hey, we're going to go hang out at a toy store all day. It's like, yeah, okay. Whatever you say, mom. Schedule cleared. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So I went with her to work. Um, and so she would get her work done and I would just wander around Toys R Us and stuff like that and see all the new stuff that I couldn't afford with my $6 a month allowance and, you know, just stuff like that. And that was when I started, like, you know, noticing the video games. They had Super Nintendo out. Um, and it's like, that looks really cool. 
And so I tried, like, learning. I never touched a video game console at that point, like, ever. Like, I never, like, had one at a friend's house. I never, you know, I, I never owned one up to that point. I was a PC gamer. And so I was, like, I was like gripping the controller and, like, this is kind of weird. And my hands were still kind of small for it at the time, which was weird because I've always been a big kid. Um and and I just got sucked into it. That was my that was my first foray into console gaming, and that was probably where I got really like super addicted into video games. Was the fact that you know my mom was off doing whatever work, and I had to get I had to do something to keep myself occupied for two three hours, sometimes more at a time. So I completed like the entirety of Super Mario World in a Toys R Us. And I told and I told them just like, can you save my spot? <laughs> I'm not kidding. No, I believe like, you. I told, I told the employees it's just like. I'm so, gonna... did, so the game didn't reset every five minutes. No, nice. <laughs> no, because a lot of those did that. Yeah. Um, so no, and 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 then uh, she held that job for a few years, and so like the N64 came out, and like there was a line in front of the display and stuff like that. Um, and, and like I would wait in line and I would play you know Super Mario 64 and stuff like that and it was the greatest thing ever it was so I have a lot of fond memories not just because you know that was my first big um that, that was my first big like connection to console gaming and stuff like that and probably when my video game addiction truly started um but it was also cool because that was when my mom started like accepting like video games or like you know Things. Yeah, like I don't want to say she knew then that video games yeah. were going to be a part of my life because, you know, I'm a five-year-old playing yeah. a Super Nintendo. Like pretty much every five-year-old yeah. in a toy store did. Um, but that, that was just kind of like planting the seed for everything that's happened since then. And, and she thinks it's cool looking back at all that kind of stuff. I think it's cool because now we have pinpointed the exact point where your Nintendo fanboyism started from. <laughs> no, I, I did always go for the uh, the SNES over the yeah. Genesis. So Yeah. Uh, so we, we figured it out. Because I couldn't figure out the Genesis controller. Well, yeah, I mean, three buttons. <laughs> I mean, obviously six buttons is way easier. <laughs> Um, so that's one of my favorite memories. Do either of you have, uh, anything that you thought about over the past few days at all? Well, yeah, um, you know, it's, um, you know, I, I, you know, I remember getting like my first Nintendo entertainment system, you know, I, you know, that was, that was super exciting. I was like, you know, like you, you've probably seen the video of like the kid, like Nintendo kid who's opening up his Nintendo, <laughs> Nintendo Christmas. Nintendo 64! Yeah. <laughs> that was, that was basically me. Um, <laughs> minus the 64. Right, right, right. Um, but uh, w- one of the, I guess, most influential, I guess, uh, or you know, personally affecting moments um, for me was actually when I played uh, the original PlayStation for the first time. Mm-hmm. We rented it from Blockbuster. Whoa, the system, God. the entire system. Oh, I know. You know, you bring in like the the phone suitcase and everything. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh man. And um, I I I, uh, I brought home a Wipeout, the original Wipeout. Oh man. And. I put that up on our 32-inch 4x3 aspect ratio CRTV, you know, boxy TV, <laughs> and I put myself literally about two inches from the screen <laughs> because it was like, you know, like that was the first time you had ever seen like a racing game that was so fluid and smooth and fast right. and everything. Yeah. And I like stuck my face, like literally like my, <laughs> like I had to pull back at one point because like my breath was fogging up the glass. <laughs> And I just turned it on, and I turned the sound all the way up, and like just just for me, it's just like I I, I forced myself to like believe that I was being immersed in this world, like like you know the um, you know just just like as a screen was filling up my entire vision, I, I was like this is like virtual reality. I mean, it wasn't, but <laughs> I convinced myself that it was. Like that's how I was approaching it. You know? I'm imagining 
I'm imagining like basically a bobblehead version of Charlie, so that it's his current head but on like a child's body, <laughs> but less beard. Maybe more beard. And he's just like, and he's got just like a heliumized version of his voice. It's like this is like virtual. This is like virtual reality. <laughs> Uh, no, Charlie, that's your face plastered in my television. Back yes. up. <laughs> and but you know it's it's you know that was like the first the first like I say it was it was it was the first game like that like you know seeing that kind of like you know graphics horsepower and you know everything like that and mm-hmm. um, it was also that, that that's that, that's when I was getting into like electronic music and like the soundtrack I had I think like Junkie X, Junkie XL and like Crystal Method and um, oh yeah soundtracks and, um, great for the wipeout games uh, like Prodigy I think and like a bunch of like those those other like late like uh, you know mid to late 90s electronica bands when that was all coming out and um, you know for me like that was like it was like euphoric for me it's like it it, it touched it, it it managed to touch like the the, it, the the geekiness in me, like the sci-fi geek in me, the electronic music geek in me, like all these things that were coming out of me at that time. Like that game hit all of those bullet points, and so for me that was it was just a very, it was a very euphoric experience. It's, it's the best word I can think of to describe it. So that was um, yeah. And then when I had to you know because it was stupid expensive to rent a PlayStation from Blockbuster, <laughs> I had to bring it back like two days later. I was very upset about. It. <laughs> And I didn't actually end up owning one for quite some time. I want to say like six months to a year after that, which for a kid at that age is like an eternity. Right. Um, but uh, but yeah, no, that that is that that is one of my favorite memories for sure. That's very cool. That's very cool. Goat, do you have anything? Uh, well, there's the one, kind of like with Charlie, where my mom, on one of the rare occasions that I had a birthday party. Uh, I think I was like, shit, I was like eight, yeah, seven or eight. Mm-hmm. And it was the same idea. We went to um, Blockbuster and we got the Genesis. Mm-hmm. You know, and it was big, big time shit. You know, like, oh, oh my yeah. god, my mom's spending forty dollars <laughs> on a Genesis. <laughs> you know, I had I had a soup and I had a uh, and I had a nest, but you know, the Genesis, right? Right. Yeah. And then um, I can't remember what it was. She brought me a bunch of the games. I want to. I can't remember what they were, but I just remember like that being like like a highlight of my gaming life, where like you were like you know, that was like the end-all, be-all, greatest day of that year because you rented some, you know, you played a new system that you didn't own. Mm. And, like, everybody, I mean, I never really went Genesis. You know, I've always been kind of a Nintendo guy. Yeah. But but it was the fact that, like, something different, I was excited for something different that I've already been doing for two previous systems, but it was different. It really kind of stuck in my memory. Yeah. Okay, so I have one more because I I had a feeling like no matter what, this would feel like just everyone involved talking and sounding all nostalgic. And I wanted this to be a little bit less nostalgic to prove that it doesn't have to be just like memories from forever ago and stuff like that, even though this was nine years ago. Um, so in 2005... Um, I was in a Best Buy. I don't remember where. It wasn't, like, around here. Uh, but, again, I was with my mom. I'm not sure why we were there. Um, and I was looking around in the video games and stuff like that. I was an avid gamer at this point. Um, looking around at stuff and seeing what I could spend my allowance on. I made, what was it, like 30 bucks a month as long as I did my chores and allowance and stuff like that. Um, Why are your parents using the old system? <laughs> Uh, the the the, uh, the formula was always my age times two every month as long as my chores got done. So, so I was fifteen. So I got thirty bucks a month. Oh, you're up to forty eight. Uh, good job. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Uh, 
<laughs> I still I still do make that joke with my parents every birthday. It's like, so I get forty eight dollars now. <laughs> And then they just kind of look at me like, uh, you make that joke every year. Stop it. So anyway, so the year's 2005. I'm in a Best Buy. My mom is looking for whatever. I'm looking around at video games. And I see this display model. There's this weird, clicky, squeaky guitar on display with buttons on it. It's for game. It's like, what? Guitar Hero? What a fucking weird game. And I'm looking at it and I'm like, Goat's looking at me funny. Why is he looking at I me funny? I'm in so much pain that it was nine years ago. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking at him like, this is really cool. I didn't play guitar at this point. Like, I love like music. I love the music that I do now, but I, I never, like... Made it. Yeah. <laughs> so I was looking at him like, this is okay. It's kind of small, but whatever. I, I slung the strap over my shoulder, and I didn't know how to adjust the strap, so the guitar was up <laughs> by my nipples. And it was ukulele like, style. Okay, whatever. Everybody plays ukulele style. <laughs> And I'm looking, uh, there were like four songs on the demo, and like one of them was, um, uh, w- one of them was Franz Ferdinand, one of them was, um, there was a Ramon song on the first one, wasn't there? Uh, I want to be sedated. That one. There was a Ramon song on there that was uh, Bark at the Moon on it, mm-hmm. and then there was, um, oh God, I don't remember the last one. It was another metal song, but I don't remember what it was. Um and, and, and I really, it's like, okay, Bark at the Moon, sure. And so I put on that, and I'm trying to figure out how to play. And the first time anyone ever plays a music game like that, they never get the first few notes because they try to figure out, especially if you've never played, like, a guitar before, you don't yeah. know that you have to hold down the button and strum at the same time, mm-hmm. or you think you need to keep hitting mm-hmm. the button, yeah. you know, when it comes up and stuff like that. And, of course, I played on easy, but I played that demo for, like, an hour while my mom was off doing whatever. I don't, I really don't remember what she was doing in a Best Buy for an hour. Um, Your mother leaves you alone in stores a long time <laughs> i'm a pretty trustworthy kid apparently um but in that hour i managed to get the hang of it so much that i, ma- I managed to make my way up to medium and i'm like oh i'm an extra button this is this is <laughs> this is big time now but i was playing it so much and my mom was watching it she was watching it from far away and she's like you've been playing the same four songs for an hour <laughs> and i'm like yeah but it's really fun it's really cool and and, and she's like well do you, do you want it and like i i love it there, there was one bundle left on the show remember guys this is this was a 70 dollar bundle that for those of you who knew the guitar hero craze when it first came out you couldn't find it anywhere mm-hmm. so the fact that there was one of these on the shelf there and the fact that my mom was just like do you want it and like but i don't have the money for it and she's like no i'll get i'll i'll cover the rest like, really that, that was the first time, like my mom. Seize the moment. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, sure. Whatever. Here's here's my thirty bucks. Let me just let me. So we got it and we brought it home and I'm, I set it up and I still sucked at it. But it only took maybe like two or three weeks for me to work all my, all the way up to expert and be able to play the expert songs and stuff like that. I remember the first time I ever hundred percented Cowboys from Hell by Pantera. Oh my god. Hundred percented, not just finished on expert. Hundred wow. percented. The first time I ever did that, I literally ripped the guitar controller out of the PlayStation, brought it outside, and threw the guitar. (laughs) (laughs) And then I immediately walked over and made sure I didn't break it. (laughs) And I still have it hanging up in my room, and it's got all this stupid, like, paint on it, because I thought it was really cool, and I arranged the stickers in a way that it's just like, yeah, now the lightning is going to be causing the fire, and I (laughs) put these stars here. I'm just like, oh my god, I was... So 15 years old. Um, 
and then I just got so good at that. And then, you know, Guitar Hero 2 came out. I got that and, and I started playing it and I, it, I got bored with it. And that's what eventually led to me with my mom saying, well, what if you got a real one? <laughs> so that's what led to, I still remember it was June 10th, 2007, when my mom and I went to Target, got one of those $90 starter kits that you see with the... with the, You the, can play guitar, was too. It the, was it the Maroon 5, dude? What's his name? Huh? Was it the, were they, was it the Maroon 5 one? Uh, no, 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 no. Um, was it? It, this was just a normal. This was just like oh, okay. an off-brand, like Gibson kind okay. of thing. Um, it wasn't Maestro. It was. It, it said Gibson on it, but oh, it, was, okay. it was. You know, it was, it was basically just like a Les Paul ripoff, but right. it was like super heavy. Um, and then I started, and then I started playing that, and I couldn't get the hang of it because it wasn't like Guitar Hero, and so I got really, I got really discouraged, and so I played it for like half an hour, and then it just sat in the corner for a while. And my mom again noticed. She's like, "You were really good at Guitar Hero. Why aren't you playing your guitar?" I'm like, "No, it's too hard." She's like, and she, I love this too. She knows how competitive I am. If she says I can't do something, then I'll do everything to prove her wrong. <laughs> so the next day, I come home from school, and I hear like really bad like guitar playing like i had just like a 10 watt amp um that i was all excited because it was a 10 watt dean guitars amp because i knew dean guitars because dimebag daryl is one of my favorite favorite musicians and he fucking put dean guitars on the map that amp sounded horrible i still have it somewhere um (laughs) (laughs) i finally met that person Oh my God! Dime touched it. No, it says D nine, but he touched it. <laughs> okay, dude. Hey, I used to be that person. I just say, I can't say much. Yeah, I was gonna say the person wearing a Primus hoodie. I went to the show. <laughs> Don't judge. Well, I couldn't have gone to a Pantera show in two thousand seven. I could have. That hurts too. <laughs> no, no, no. I said in two thousand seven. Oh, no. no. The last time I seen him was like oh three. For obvious reasons. Yeah. Um, so, and so I, I hear like bad guitar playing and I go upstairs and my mom is in my room with my guitar and I'm like, what are you doing? She's like, well, if you're not going to play it, I'm going to play it. Yeah. I'm like, I'll <laughs> show you. And the rest is history. Wow. I played guitar for four hours that night and every night that week. And eventually... So does your, did your starter kit come with like a book or like a CD or something that you used? Or no. did you... Just, no, just, just no. a guitar. It didn't even come with the practice amp. I had to go to, to Hicks Brothers over in Batavia yeah. for uh, the amp. It's the uh, it's the uh, just add player boxes. Where well, you see, get... now now they come with amps. Now they come with like, oh, yeah. like five or ten. But back then, right. this, was... this one didn't. Yeah. This one just had the guitar, a bag, which I, I I also still have, an extra set of strings, picks, and it whoa, had whoa. like whoa, it had a tent in the shape of a guitar. <laughs> they called a bag. <laughs> yeah, that. <laughs> um. Actually, now that I think about it, I think it did come with like a CD or a DVD or something like that. But yeah. I never like I looked at it and I'm like, yeah, okay, whatever. It came with the uh, <laughs> it came with the twenty quick lessons, probably. But but literally, yeah. that's all the CD said. Twenty quick lessons. I believe you. <laughs> I, yeah, I spent some time at guitar working at Guitar Center. I think I know exactly what you're talking that's, about. Yep. That's uh, that's one of my favorite memories for obvious reasons. It, it the Guitar Hero started me on a whole new career path. So, wow. And Crazy, huh? Tells us that Mike's not a self-starter. We have to tell him he can't do it, so he'll do it. <laughs> I've always been that way. Just saying, we're, we're getting we're getting it all out here. It's uh, welcome to Gamer I mean, Head like Sessions. That, that, that's, I mean, that's not going to work with everything. Like, I could tell Mike, there's no way you're ever going to learn music theory, and he will never learn music theory. I mean, let's be honest. I, I hate the fact that I do know music theory. <laughs> <laughs> 
He won't. What are you smiling at me for? Oh, nothing. Just the fact that I said that you would never learn music theory. Charlie, he also said he wouldn't learn the technology. <laughs> I see what you're doing. <laughs> uh, wait, hold on. I'm going to referee. He also said he wouldn't learn technology and stop using a pen and paper. He's held to his guns. <laughs> he... I never directly challenged him. Though. I just accepted that. For what it was. <laughs> then the way he writes music theory. That he'll... CD that you threw away with the box. Go find that. <laughs> Yeah, that'd be helpful points. <laughs> anyway. No, that's awesome, though. I, I mean, like, it's... I, I can't remember... I, I can't count the number of people, like, musicians that I've come across that hated Guitar Hero mm-hmm. because it's like, this is stupid. It's not real music. Like, nobody's gonna, like, pick this up and, like, convert into playing real guitar. Apparently, some people do. <laughs> well, I've heard the same thing. It, it's... He, he did it right. He had nothing. Oh, look, video game. Oh, I guess I should go real. Right. You and me came from that world and we were already musicians and it does it doesn't backlog it does. when i got rock band i was like what in sweet who wrote this i'm like this is even close to right like does anyone know what a bass is like yeah once i, once I started like actually learning yeah. songs like i went back and played cowboys from hell on guitar hero again once i was it, to actually play the song I'm not 100 like, percent was it i'm like this isn't fucking right at all what the <laughs> they yeah it doesn't backlog no but I, do, I mean, Guitar Hero did teach me a lot of like useful techniques as far as like hammer-ons and pull-offs and mm-hmm. stuff like that, as as well as some of the finger movements are similar, but I'm, they're, they don't translate completely. See, I went, the, yeah, I went but, the same route because I got into Rock Band, and I like Rock Band because like the solos are a little bit, and I use this term loosely, a little bit more exact. They're closer than than Guitar Hero. They're, they're, they're less, not right, but they're closer. They're less exaggerated. Yeah, they're more believable. But I, I still use Rock Band to this day, with my, and I went out and spent $100 on the bass. Guitar and Charlie's seen it and didn't like it because mm-hmm. it's a bass. Split <laughs> fingers. No, I, just, I just didn't like the action on it. Yeah, it's got the split fingers because yeah. he's not a bass player. But uh, <laughs> I love it and uh, I still use it to this day when I like. You know, I'm like, oh, I need to do. I do it for finger exercises, hmm. and it, it keeps me fast. I figured at the very least it would it would help with just yeah like yeah. dexterity exercises yeah. like you talked about. Um, see, see for me. That, that game translates real well because that's exactly how I play guitar. All I do is play power chords. That's all I can do. <laughs> Just down tune power chords. That's exactly how I play guitar. So it works out great for me. And it works out because you're a decent drummer and you actually have to play drums because I. Oh, yeah, the, yeah, I the drums translate great. Yeah, yeah. I suffer uneasy. I'm like, what? Who does. What? Four movements at once? What is wrong with these people? <laughs> Charlie's got like the full kit, like the Neil Portnoy or the Neil Pert kit. And he's, wow, yes, it's even nice. that big. <laughs> and he's like, let me just put up these five symbol hangers and this and the, oh, the digital kit. I'm like, it's all digital. He's like, well, I have to have the other digital kit. And he's like, playing Rush on expert. And he's like, one handed. What are you doing, bitch? I'm like, you're a drummer. <laughs> That's what you're doing. <laughs> I'm struggling with Nirvana going, Dave Grohl, you're a mastermind on rock band. <laughs> We've had some good times at Rock Band. We have had some good <laughs> Wow. Before we close it out, do either of you have any other memories you want to share at all? Or uh, are, are your memories racked? My, you my, um, honestly, like your life-changing your life changing memory? Kind yeah, of I've got nothing to follow that with. No, you kind of... <laughs> I have something close. But um, like when Forza Motorsports came out, the original on Xbox One, that was changing. Uh, Xbox original, Sorry. not Xbox. Oh, I said one? Holy <laughs> shit, I apologize to everyone, including myself. I will give myself ten lashings. It'll be on YouTube later. Uh, uh, <laughs> you heard it here, folks. <laughs> With licorice. Anyways, uh, <laughs> but yeah, when Forza Motorsport came out, that changed my world. Because like, racing games had always been arcadey and stuff like that. And then Forza came out, and I'm like, wait, wait. This is, they, whoa. And it actually, I think it helped me, it helped me 
drive illegally for a while. <laughs> but it helped me out in that way. So not as cool as Mike were, you know. I was some schmo and a Toys R Us bumming off their systems, and I rose up to the ashes and became a guitar guy. You know where, <laughs> you know where the full circle moment is with my Guitar Hero story? Hmm. And Goat was here for this. Playing Guitar Hero on a stage with an orchestra at Video Games Live during soundcheck. We, we, we needed to check the Guitar Hero rig, and everybody's like, and it was great because Tommy's like, hey, maybe let's play guitar, and I'm like, that guy does. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, oh yeah, you, go. <laughs> so, so, Video Games Live has a Guitar Hero segment, and they, so they need to do sound check beforehand to make, and rehearsal and stuff like that. And so, you know, Tommy doesn't want to do it, and usually just like, you know, one of the, like, one of the production guys does it or something like that, or they grab just someone who can play Guitar Hero, and this time, like, everyone else was busy. So he's just like, who else wants to do it? And I'm like, uh, hello, <laughs> guitar player here. And I'm like, can I play it on Expert? And he's like, no, don't play it on Expert. What if you fail? I'm like, Tommy. I'm me. <laughs> like, that, that's the only time I've ever been confident, like, you know, there. And it's like, Tommy, this is me we're talking about. And it's he, a Foo Fighters song. He also, did, <laughs> yeah, yeah. he also didn't say no because Mike wanted to change the song. He's like, we're just testing the rig. And he's like, we're testing the rig for this song. <laughs> um, there's actually video yeah. some, somewhere, I have of, it somewhere. Of, of me playing the Pretender on Guitar Hero 3 on I, stage uh, with an orchestra. Yeah. And, it, I apologize just... for the bad angle and the suggestive <laughs> mannerisms. <laughs> but that was the, that was the unique full circle moment mm -hmm. where you know Guitar Hero led me to becoming a, a nerdy rock star, and now I'm being a nerdy rock star playing Guitar Hero. <laughs> I got to run the Guitar Hero. Have you played Hero. Guitar Hero since then? I I regularly played like Guitar Hero and Rock Band and stuff like that up until they uh, stopped putting out DLC for Rock Band. I wish you said that you hadn't because. To be able to say like the the first from like literally the circle like the first and the last time you played like just that would have been like really great bookends. If you, if you hadn't, I would say just don't. Just let that be the story. <laughs> oh, now I don't want to explain the rest of it. <laughs> uh, now I want you to. Uh, no, just I just played with uh, I just played with rock bands. Um, when when they finally when they finished putting out DLC for Rock Band, mm -hmm. I. Um, I did like a thirty-song set list. Oh, I remember like that. All my favorite songs, and, and you stuff were like, like that. "That's right, that's right." And that was, and that like was your, the end of it. Your, 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 that, your, and, your and that was it. Off. I was, I was retiring yeah. it from there. Very yep. last song. I remember that. Bark at the moon. <laughs> <laughs> that's right, because there was fireworks and the whole nine, and he did a weird speech. I remember that <laughs> awkward video. I'm, I'm still hoping for like the random Black Friday or something to come up where Harmonic says, today only, get the entire download catalog for 99 bucks or something like that. Oh, yeah. The whole thing. Like, I'd do it. Like, I'd how, need to get how many thousands of songs? Yeah. Uh, it's like 2,000 songs or something. Yeah. I'd do it. I'd do it in a heartbeat. Oh, I would and we would have a rock... I'd come out of retirement. Oh, we'd all come out of retirement and we would have a rock band party. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I would host it. They'd be able to fund their next game off that one yes. day of DLC. No I'm kidding. just saying. I'm actually thinking about going into the next step and picking up Rocksmith, honestly. That's, that's the next step. Oh yeah, that's where you where you use a you real guitar. You plug your guitar in. I've yeah. heard mixed things about it though. So have I, but I'm waiting for it. Especially to be on... if you already know what you're doing. I'm waiting for Black Friday when they're like, "Hey, get it for fifty nine ninety nine. Oh okay. <laughs> that's regular price, goat. No, it's eighty bucks with the adapter. Yeah. No, I'm pretty sure that's still regular price. Okay, when it's twenty nine ninety nine. Anyway, those are our happy memories. Let's see what your guys' happy memories are. Okay, so same question to you guys. What's your favorite? Uh, huh? <laughs> There's guitars over here, and they're not from Rock Band. <laughs> no, but one of them looks like it could be. Um, yeah, that bass is just junk. 
Who buys a clear bass? Hello. <laughs> five, oh, hey, buddy. Five, <laughs> five string acrylic bass. Um, that sounds like somebody pooping in a can. <laughs> anyway, uh, so we want to know what your guys' favorite uh, memories are. And uh, Matt Elfring, of, uh, I, I love his answer, even though it wasn't. Mr. Endless Promo. Mr. Endless Promo. Um, Which should be a new character, Matt, just saying. You've already got a theme song for him. Yeah. So. <laughs> a 10-hour long one. Anyway, um, so Matt says, winning the 10th annual Smash Giving Smash Bros. tournament for the fifth year in a row and receiving a comically large trophy, then getting to present the, quote, High Spirits Award to the drunkest person at the tournament, and the, quote, Fuck You Award to last place, which was an empty PBR beer can with Band-Aids on it. That was also the last large-scale tournament with 50 people entered before we before we back underground. I'm not sure what that means. Went back underground, I think. That's what I thought it meant. We only allow in 5 to 10 people each year now based on the amount of shit-talking they do in October. God, I love smash-giving. See, I've never heard of this. It's Matt's thing. I, I'm pretty sure it's a Matt Elfring group Exclusive. tradition. Oh, uh, okay. It's not, it's not like a normal, like, you know, whatever. That'd be like if we had Gamerhead Smash-a-thon. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which could yeah, be... Th- anyway. Yeah. Um, Smash-a-thon. Cameron says his memory is playing Mario 64 for the first time. Uh, definitely memorable, considering, you know... Oh, man, that was a lot of that. A lot that, of was the, that was the first time there was, like, a true, like, 3D game. So. Wait, wait, all right. So the two of you, how many O-mans were there in the first, like, 10 minutes of playing Mario 64? Uh, I was six... So a lot. <laughs> <laughs> like you're like, oh man, oh man, it spins. Oh man. Uh, yeah, I don't remember how old I was, um, but same answer, a lot. Okay. <laughs> I'm just making sure I wasn't alone. <laughs> um, the, uh, I don't know how to pronounce his name because I'm pretty sure it's not a real name. Hmm. But there's a lot of accents and Y's and F's and. Uh, Mr. Wolf Smasher. I'll just saying that. Um, his answer is seeing the birth of a new legend, Viking Jesus, in his inaugural inaugural concert with VGL in St. Charles. And of course, I replied, blushing intensifies because Aww. Oh, wow, it? you have a fanboy. Careful. <laughs> Why? Anyway, um, <laughs> goat's looking at me funny. Why is goat looking at me funny? The Nintendo fanboy can't have his own fanboys. That's weird. Then it's fanboyception. Anyway, um. That sounds like something I'd pay money for. Carlton says, repeatedly chasing Jonathan around in Space Engineers, saying, I'm going to drill you, and then drilling him. Uh, Jonathan, of course, uh, Jonathan Santiago, who we had on a few weeks ago. Mr. Flynn. Mr. Fallon Flynn from Vias for Villains. Uh, Josh says, first time I played Trog. Now, I'm not familiar with Trog. Is that a misspelling? Does he mean Tron, or is it like a, a, a thing? Hang on, I'll do some live Googling. Live Googling. I want to say it was a PC live game. Googling, like, old PC Googling, game. Live like, Scorch era live Googling, live PC Googling, game. And I don't think anybody Googling. in here knows what the hell Scorch is. I know the one to my right doesn't. That's familiar. The tanks where you blow everybody up. And that's, oh, I know what that is. With the angles. Yeah, and the, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I played the shit out of that game. That game was amazing. I want them to reboot it. <laughs> I would play this shit. I'm pretty out of... sure there's like flash versions. No, no, of no, no. It. I want like on council MMO or what? Like, not MMO, but like, give me Call of Duty Scorch. <laughs> oh God! I thought World no, of I Tanks was gonna sh- be that. And it played, wasn't it? I played the shit out of that game. Yeah, World of Tanks. I thought it was gonna be it, and it fell short. What do you got for Trog? Why did I say it that way? Not really sure. Neither do I. Or neither. Uh... Have you got anything? Are we pretty sure that he just misspelled Tron? Maybe. I've got, I've got well, um, I'm going to assume this is not what he's talking about. Um, is but it? this is, um, 
There's, there's a movie called Trog. No, I'm pretty sure that's with, not it. With that guy, with the, with that, with that. No, yeah, he's no. Like, we're gonna call it Tron. Sorry, buddy. That's, your your that's, typo is uh, now yeah, open okay. for interpretation. <laughs> um, good game, by the way. Great, great arcade. I still play it at the Ghost every time oh, I'm there. Oh, there you go. Trog video game. Hang oh, there you go. Oh. Uh, Trog is an arcade game developed by Midway Games, released in 1990. Okay, so I'm not crazy. Um, in the game, the players control. What's it look like? He's got a picture. What's it look working like? Working on that. Can I see the cabinet? Show me the cabinet. Show me the cabinet. <laughs> Well, that was Jerry Maguire, wasn't it? All right, well, there's the cabinet. Oh, yeah, 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 I remember that, yep. I was right. No, I don't remember it. I was, I, I thought, I, uh, there was a... a one-eyed caveman, a little yep. purple uh, triceratops. Mm -hmm. If I remember correctly, it played a lot like Bunk. Side-scrolling platform where you bash stuff. Oh, interesting. I'm not nuts. Huh. Thank you, sir. <laughs> Interesting. Uh, well, our, our apologies for doubting you, Josh. Oh, wait, real quick, one note. Uh, characters from the game make appearances in later Midway titles, including the game Revolution X. Uh, one of uh, one of the tr uh, uh, one of Trog appears as a shootable Easter egg. Um, Revolution X, of course, being the Aerosmith. Shooting okay, game. that's what I was gonna say. Um, the arcade cabinet also makes a brief appearance in the ter in the film Terminator Two: Judgment Day. Two girls attend the machine. Oh yeah, when this he's is a, written very poorly. Uh, when when he's in the arcade, uh, the machine um, uh, inside a shopping mall uh, arcade is the T one thousand questions them regarding the whereabouts of John Connor. Yeah. So yeah, oh, apparently, yeah. apparently it's um, more popular as an Easter egg than as an actual game. But oh. yeah, whatever. Oh, That's interesting. Uh, Danny says my most recent treasured memory was on NHL fourteen just last year. In my first five versus five, uh, in my first online five v five, my entire all caps team got into a full team brawl with the other team, and I got auto selected to be the goalie. <laughs> this was the first NHL game to allow full team brawls. It was amazing. I would have to agree. Is, is that a, you're more a hockey fan yeah. than the rest of oh, us? Oh, bench clearing. That a... That's amazing that it's available in the game. It's a very real thing. It's like bench clearing in uh, in baseball. Yeah, rare, again. rare, but awesome. <laughs> the entire both teams empty their benches and beat the living hell out of each other on the ice. I mean, really, it's epic. Is 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 there any special significance to he mentioned that he got selected to be the goalie? Is there? Oh some yeah, because everybody else on the front line was in the middle of the fight, so they just pumped him back to the goalie because there was nobody else available for him to uh, operate. And so, so, what does he do? Does he go join the fight? Like, he can I, okay? He can, I think. <laughs> mm -hmm. If not, he can uh, you know just hang out in the back, get a drink of water. <laughs> do a little play-by-play. All right. Cool. Um, it's just cool that that game lets you do that. Okay. <laughs> anyway, and of course, Songbird writes in this week. Uh, she says, sorry, I only have an answer for the mailbag major writer's block this week. That's okay. It happens to the best of us, Songbird. Uh, she says, dear Viking Jesus, Goat and Technotronic Corn, mailbag answer again with that favorite word. You guys should know how I feel about that term at this point. Sorry. It's, you know, it would, to be fair, it didn't have to be a favorite. It just had to be a treasured memory. I'm but sorry, you said favorite. Huh? Uh, the like question favorite. was, what's your favorite treasured memory or what's a... Oh, because she has a hard time picking one. Oh, yeah, yeah, right. yeah. Totally yeah. an totally anti-favorite. Um, so she says, I'll just tell you this little story. Uh, there I was, well, Yoshi, actually, on the greatest racetrack known to gamers, Rainbow Road 64. <laughs> no thanks to the previous track, Banshee Boardwalk, I was currently in second place in the rankings, which meant I needed to win in order to claim victory. Uh, I just want to mention that she says, in order to clam victory, and I'm assuming that's a typo. <laughs> 
However, that's easier said than done when you're playing against 150 cc CPUs and their dreaded rubber band AI. Mm-hmm. Flash forward to the final lap, and I was ahead with the finish line drawing ever closer when slowly I saw two figures surrounding me, Luigi and his not known yet death stare to my left and Donkey Kong's <laughs> beady little eyes to my right. My hands tightened around the controller as we were literally neck and neck, my heart racing with the increased speed of the tune's tempo when it suddenly stopped with the finishing whistle. I won! Yes! I actually did it! Yeah! It's in all caps, so I felt I had to, you know. Fair um, enough. With ceremony of my victory, I was then treated with the ending credits, which happens to be one of my top favorites as it pans over all of the tracks you've raced on with one of the most moving video game tunes ever. Seriously, though, my eyes get watery every time I hear that song. Did she say what song? No. Do you know what song? It, it's probably just the end credits theme yeah. from, oh. Mario, from Mario Kart 64. Oh, okay. I, um, I didn't know if it was, like... Or like a reprise of like another popular Nintendo. I don't song think so. Oh, okay. Not no. if I remember right. It was a really cool story. I, Mario Kart never sounds so intense to me. That was that was. Very yeah, well I, I, I never. Sonic's <laughs> the first person I've ever heard having white knuckle racing in Mario yeah. Kart. You haven't played Mario Kart with me. So. <laughs> um, very cool. Well, thanks for the story, Songbird. Uh, cool. Well, goat. Normally, I'd ask if you have shows coming up, but you actually have a different announcement of sorts. Yeah. Well, he has shows coming up. Lots and lots and lots of shows coming <laughs> I've up. I've got shows coming out of places I don't even know shows. <laughs> anyway. Uh, this will be the last time you hear my sultry voice on the uh, podcast for nine amazing weeks. Well, it's not entirely true. Okay. In this, uh, Go Remote is coming back from... Remote. Hi, yes. uh, <laughs> As I'm going back out on the road, uh, I am touring with, I don't know yet. Um, <laughs> he just knows he has to be. I know. I'll, I'll put he, it this he, way. He just knows that by the time yeah. you're listening to this, he'll be away yeah. from the studio. <laughs> I'll put it this way. As this pertinent second, I know all my stuff, which you can't know. So when I find out what you can know, I will put it on the Game Red page and all my social media outlets, and you can find me. Trust me. There is a plethora of opportunity to come find me. <laughs> I'm going to be gone till mid-December. So once I get dates and all that finalized, it'll be everywhere. Come out, hang out, we'll do stuff. Yeah, any, pretty much anybody <laughs> in the United States, if you've ever wanted to meet the goat in person, you're probably going to have an opportunity over the next two months. <laughs> Yeah, uh, we we got a quick glance at his tour schedule. It's it's nuts. Yeah, it, it's literally every corner of everywhere. Coast In, inclu- to coast, <laughs> including Pluto. Apparently, yes, yes, uh, we're doing a one-off the, of Pluto interplanetary uh, but, concert tour. Yeah, so just to stick with me, people, you'll get the exact details when I can give them to you. Cool. Cool. Well, we'll miss you for those yeah. nine weeks, and I'm and sure the listeners will too. Don't forget to go see Needles Sands me for obvious reasons. November first with Dead Horse Trauma down in the Crest Hills at Bada Brew, right? At the Bada Brews. Cool. So if you want to see an alternate lineup, cool. Well, so. uh, good luck to you. Safe travels, so on, so on. I look forward to your uh, your goat remotes. I look forward to just. Just pestering and harassing you boys for nine lovely weeks. I'm just glad the hotline's going to be used again. Yeah, so am I. Yeah, if you can dust that off, I don't want the dust coming through my phone when I call. Got it. Um, so, folks, since Goat's going to be gone for several weeks, um, we're, we are going to have a plethora of guest hosts filling in. Um, you know, while he's gone. Whoa, whoa, whoa. they're going to try to fill these shoes. I didn't say they were going to replace you. They're not even going to sit in that chair. They'll sit in that chair. Good, because this is exactly my height. <laughs> Um, so, uh, we're going to start it off next week. We're going to have, uh, our friend Dan Lotke here. We're going to talk sp- 
spooky games because he's currently going through the evil within and um, Halloween. And you know, there's some sort of holiday coming around where you're That's supposed to be scared. Spooky. Yeah, something like that. Of so, course, you're referring to Sweetest Day. That was this last weekend. No, that's horrifying. <laughs> uh, anyway, anything else you've got, Goat? No, I'm pretty, I'm, that's a pretty big bucket to dump there. I'm good. <laughs> cool. Charlie, what is your beer of the week? So this week, I'm going to pick um, from New Belgian Brewing Company up in uh, Belgium, uh, Michigan, I believe. They have a, a series of beers that they call the Lips of Faith, with, which are like um, sm- like smaller batch. Um, uh, I, th- I, think th- I, I think they've only put them out in the 22-ounce bomber bottles. Um, but and they're usually collaborations with other breweries. I can't say if that every single one has been, but most of the ones that I've seen have been. Um, they are just releasing now a salted Belgian chocolate uh, stout. What? And it is. Uh, I got. I got to taste it this last weekend. Um, at um at the beer cellar over in um, where are they? They're in um Glen Ellen, I think. Yeah. Um, I mean, if you've had a stout, if you've had a chocolate stout, now just kind of imagine that with like the, 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 the salty sweet of like salted caramel. I mean, it is so, so, so good. By the time I got there, unfortunately, they were sold out of it, but they still had a bottle that they were tasting. But it was very, 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 very good. And um, goat, um, your, your mouth, You're your tongue is... You're trying to get me arrested because I have a <laughs> bad addiction to salted caramel frappuccinos from... Oh, Starbucks. yeah, you're going to like this beer. And what? now you're going to get me a... Whoa, 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 hold on. <laughs> you're a white girl? <laughs> no, that, you didn't say pumpkin spice. And, uh, I'm just Starbucks in general. <laughs> They're everywhere. It's like Walgreens. Coffee. Coffee. Yeah, yeah, it's it's w- not whatever. good coffee, but it's coffee. You, you, you They're somewhere. everywhere. Yeah. I'm still the person that has never drank coffee in my life. There's a yeah, lot of things. Are you surprised? There's a lot of things you've done in your life. But yeah, no, I... I, I go when you get back. Find I, it. I, I will make sure I have a bottle of this waiting for you when you get Please. back. Please, I request. Yes. <laughs> cool. So yeah, good stuff. Cool. Well, uh, Goat's not the only one with a major announcement here. Um, so I teased last week that I had something major video games live related to announce. Um, by the time you hear this, the it'll all be up in the air and so on. Um, so I'm returning not to the video games live stage this time, but to the video games live. Not stage. Audio platform. <laughs> yes. That, uh, so Video Games Live is starting their Kickstarter for their level four album on October 20th, which will be the day before this podcast is released or sometime, depending on editing. Um, my point is the Kickstarter is happening as you're probably listening to this. Um, so and- go donate. So, so yes, go donate. Kickstarter, Video Games Live, level four, so on, so on, so on. Great thing. Well yeah. worth your money. The last one was amazing. They do no wrong. Just in case you've been living under a rock, <laughs> and just to so understand, donate's the wrong word here. Go fund uh, this project. Fund it. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're not just giving away money to be kind. I mean, technically, you can do that, but I don't know why you would. Because when you when you do this and you 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 back these projects and you, you know they have like reward tiers where you get awesome you stuff. Get some. Pre- and so yeah. I, and, and Tommy's got some pretty sweet tiers. Tommy, Tommy, <laughs> he's gone. He's outdone himself with this one. Every single rewards tier, the rewards you get back are worth quadruple of what you're backing with. It's that's nuts. That's I don't awesome. Know why his accountant must hate him. <laughs> you want a what? <laughs> so uh, my big news mm-hmm. is that, um, of course, last one of the things you get as a backer is you get a, uh, a Video Games Live bonus round album, which is a digital-only album you can only get if you're a backer of the project and stuff like that. Usually collaborations through internet musicians and people on like OC Remix and uh, other stuff like that. Um, uh, I'm going to be on bonus round level two um i'm not saying yet what song i'm doing because i don't know if 
Tommy has announced it by this point or not. But it's something that I'm very excited to work on, something that I've been working on for quite some time um, that's going to be absolutely worth it. And it, it's, it's, I, I can't wait. It's going, it's going to be so great. There's, all the musicians he's put together for this is going to be just phenomenal. And I'm well, like, so happy to be a part of it again. Congratulations. It's good. It's good. Yeah. The last one was awesome. I have no doubts that this one will be just as awesome, if not better. Oh, yeah. It's, 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 it's going to be nuts. I'm, yeah. I'm, folks, well, I'm trying to get um, – Tommy's a very busy man. We wanted to get him on the show to be able to talk about it today since it would have been perfectly timed. But, you know, like I said, he's a busy guy. He only sleeps like three hours a night, and that's not an exaggeration. No. Um, and he's on the road a lot. Yeah. <laughs> so um, I'm hoping to get him – uh, here to talk to us before you know the Kickstarter is over and stuff like that. Um, but bear with me on that because you know, like I said, he's obviously very busy with 18 million projects every day. So and now the Kickstarter, and now the Kickstarter. So, but yeah. And uh, aside from that, as usual, you can uh, support my music via via Patreon.com/slash/VikingJesus. And with that, if you'd like to hear, like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Gamerhead Radio. Follow us on Twitter at Gamerhead Radio. I'm at Viking Games Live. He's at Sir Goatsworth. He's at TEK Charlie. Uh, we're on Google Plus. We're on Stitcher Radio. We're on iTunes. We're on our own website, Goomer, Goomerhead Radio. Wow. Gamer, That's a don't go whole to that different thing. Don't go to that <laughs> GamerheadRadio.com. Go there. Uh, on Google Play with the Gamerhead Radio official app. It's yes. free. Please download it. Um, whatever it is on whatever avenue it is you listen to us on, please five stars, upvote us, plus one us, whatever it is on whatever device slash function slash whatever it be is. Be nice. Just be nice to us. We love Everyone you. Love us. Everyone just be excellent to each other. Give us positive reviews because we had a positive day. My name is not important. <laughs> But I'm just five star review is. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, because I wasn't sure. How I was gonna <laughs> um, of course, if you'd like to get a hold of us, get a hold of us at editors at gamerheadradio.com or call us on the official Gamerhead Radio hotline at nine four nine two six gamer, like this guy's gonna be doing. Yeah, got nine weeks. Got Feel it. free to call in and do your best goat impressions. See if you can throw us off. Oh yeah, do it. Bring it on. Seriously. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. If you can mispronounce Nashua like six times, you're golden. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wow, you know. yeah. Wow. Yeah, that's not going to, yeah. It's going to be worse. Nashua, 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 Hey, 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 I can tell you this. Nooch to the boot. Hey, 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 hey. I've been there now. I have my cliff notes. That should not happen again. Um, and I don't think I'm going to Nashua. Whatever. Yeah, right. <laughs> And, of course, you can get a hold of us on any of the previously mentioned social media functions because we check those regularly. Yes. This episode of Gamerhood Radio is brought to you by Good Feelings. Be excellent to one another. I feel too sickly sweet after that. This has been Gamerhead Radio. And then she took the shampoo bottle out of my ass.